0: Hello and welcome to Tea Time, a podcast made by the Trans Community of Merseyside. Our aim is to be a space for voices that aren't always heard, talking about issues that aren't always discussed. And this is the first of what we hope will be one of many such broadcasts. So I'm Kate, and I'm here with Sean. Hi there. Hi Sean. So our topic for this first ever broadcast is happiness. Why are so many trans people unhappy? And is there anything we can do to be happy?
1: Sean? what do you think? Well, I think that being trans is... It can cause happiness and unhappiness in equal mm-hmm. measure. So there's bits from my own transition where I feel absolutely elated, but there's other bits where it can really get you down. And a lot of the times that's, that's not things that are directly affecting you. Um, so, yeah, it's things like media coverage... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we we see a lot of negative media coverage, and um, that can really get me down. It's um, I should avoid it really. <laughs> yes. So, so what, so what kind of coverage is
0: that? I mean, one of the one of the things, as I understand it, is that, for instance, being marginalised hmm. and uh, being excluded, yes, you know, are things that um, can lower our self esteem, and that in turn can obviously cause us to be unhappy. About yes. that, is is that the kind of coverage we're talking about that? There aren't any positive or not many positive narratives about trans people.
1: Yes, I I mean, I would say not all coverage is negative. Some of it's neutral. A very small amount of it is positive. But the the negative stuff and the feelings that it... Follow social media a bit, particularly Twitter. And the the feelings that it stirs up on that... um, yeah, well, what, it's, what,
0: and what makes us listen to those? What make, What do you think makes us listen to those voices? You know that we're we're on Twitter, we're tweeting, people are tweeting, trans people are tweeting, you know, commentators are. are tweeting, people mm-hmm. are telling us how you know dangerous and uh, divisive and unwelcome we are. Do we need to listen to those voices? They, you know, and if we stopped listening
1: to those voices, we probably would be happier. <laughs> <yeah, right. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, um, <laughs> But, but yeah, if, yeah, if we, if we, no, if we stopped, <laughs> we'd probably be happier in and of ourselves. But we, we think about our community, don't we, and um, and, and how they're getting on. Because I, I think most of us would be concerned for our fellow people, trans or otherwise. And um, when we see so many people being marginalized, you know, particularly at the moment, you know, trans children mm. and yes. their families, you know, it makes me quite angry, <laughs> so... Yeah, you so know, we have mean, to go through. You have to are going through enough without right. going through that. So, so does do
0: we genuinely feel unhappiness about the plight of others? You said anger, and I mm. think that's right. That's absolutely valid. But do we feel unhappiness necessarily when we, you know, read about somebody being mistreated, or you know, we see look at a person and think, you know, they're unhappy because. Mm. They're not able to express their identity. Do we feel unhappy or is, or is unhappiness
1: only something we feel for ourselves? I see what you mean. It's like, you know, your feelings about the situations with other people. I think it can impact on your own well being, you know, but only insofar as looking in on far too much social media yeah. probably <laughs> does. Um you know, that's it. You know, when I am concentrating on my own bits and pieces, on my own little victories, or my own little Mm -hmm. not-victories. Yeah, a a lot of those can give me real happiness. Right. Um, So it's just little stuff like being gendered correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I'm going about the business and things like that, yeah, we've got a little buzz inside, and that that makes me ecstatic. Not for very long, but for long enough. And for you... you, uh,
0: by you, I mean all of us, really. Mm. Is, it, uh, is it always external that matters, you know? Because I think for many trans people, I'm pretty you're older trans people, but, you know, not exclusively. We learn mm. and we internalise unhappiness. We become used to being unhappy. Right. It's, you know, it's an adjustment,
1: isn't it? Or what can we do about it? You know, I we're would, unhappy. Um, you know, yeah, I would say yeah, I'm relatively recent on the transition... Mm. And yeah, before that, I was mildly depressed and mildly anxious, and I'd say I'm still probably mildly depressed and mildly anxious. but there's been those little moments of happiness that wouldn't have otherwise been there. Mm. And um, you know, things like meeting new people who have common interests and things like that, that makes me happy as well. and that's something I hadn't had for a little while. Um, you know I've yeah. had friends, and, but I've got a lot more now. Mm. And that, that makes me happy. i so. so reading up on, on the on the topic,
0: and it, I, it was one thing that, that struck a real chord with me, um, and that was about regret. Mm. And I, you know, I've got I've got something here by Transvestis, just just a single sentence. So uh, from America, Andrea Long Chu said, "Nothing, not even surgery, will grant me the mute simplicity." of having always been a woman. So she understands that, you know, there's an element of regret about the life not lived, the experiences not experienced. And I've seen that, I think, in many trans women, but I'm sure in trans men as well, the, those experiences of boyhood. Yes. As well as girlhood, boyhood and girlhood, growing up, puberty, you know, all of those things, you know, learning how to dress, how to talk and appear, and, and of course femaleness femininity and, and maleness and masculinity mm. they're all social constructs we learn how to be those things yes. but it involves a whole set of experiences mm. that we have never experienced it's very true we can't go back to being girls going through puberty for instance you know first love yeah. first kiss all that sort of thing mm. but, so there is, is regret a powerful component of
1: the trans man, unhappiness yes. yeah I think it can be um, you know there's do I regret not going through my stuff I do and I don't um, you know I've done alright in my life um, you know in, in, in spite of my internal struggles um, I've gone on I've got a decent job and uh, yeah, which I, I like my job very much um, and would I have had that if I'd gone down a different path when I was younger I, I don't know um, maybe I'd have had some other job I liked even more. But uh, um, so
0: so there's no still voice insiders, for instance, that that say you weren't born a woman. You will oh, never that have been born a woman.
1: Does and come in <laughs> and it's like, oh. yeah and yeah that can give you a little pit of despair, can't <laughs> it? It's oh god, and then but. On the flip side, you know, you just get the occasional thing where it's like, like a zen-like thing, like I am how I should be. Yeah. And I tend to get them while I'm by... Well, I tend to get both of those while I'm by myself. It doesn't tend to be with other people. It's, you yeah, know, you either get the... Uh, or the... Uh, that's great.
0: <laughs> and Do you think that's where, where the, 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 the current fashion, if I, can, mm, yeah. if I can use that, the current fashion for wellness... Yeah. comes from is the idea that, that part of the idea of wellness is to cast away or to get rid of or to neutralize negative things in our lives like regret that mm-hmm. you know that the past is not anything we can do anything about yeah. so let's learn to live with it and, and by doing so that's one of the foundations for being happy to neutralize or diminish regret mm. put it in a box in your soul or your mind wherever and once it's in there you can go on and start becoming happy mm. or trying to be happy isn't it do you think yeah. wellness is a route to happiness
1: for trans people it's fashionable i i'm not sure it's for everyone <laughs> um. 'Cause um it's yeah, a, listen I'm, to
0: ambient music late at night, and you know, watch the stars wheel across the sky. Oh
1: yes, I do like doing that sort <laughs> of a thing. Don't get to do it so often, but yeah, um, I like doing that sort of a thing. But um, I like the spontaneity of doing that sort of a thing. You know, you'll find yourself out at night, and there's bright sky. You know, and you can look up and just take that moment. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out especially to do it. Do you see right. what I mean? Um, so I, I like those spontaneous well. I think if I made an effort to do it, I think I'm making an effort to go um, yeah, and do this. That, and that's just my way of doing it, but I think it does help an awful lot of people. I just, I, I'm not entirely convinced it's for me. I, I may be convinced otherwise, but... Um, because because, because being, uh, being
0: trans, for instance, not, of course, for everybody, but for, but for a lot of us, it's a lot of hard work. Yes, you know, we can vouch for that. Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe, you know, the, the whole trans experience and living the trans life, for instance, drives out those opportunities for centering yourself mm. or getting in touch with the inner person. Yes. You know, and maybe that's why, for instance, you know, the, one of the things, you know, that, that prevents us being happy, there's lots of things that make us unhappy. Mm. as You said, you mm-hmm. know that marginalisation, exclusion, the, you know, the, the regret, the bullying, you know, the, uh, everything else, you know, the non-acceptance, those sorts of things, the lack of validation and self-esteem, those things cause us unhappiness. But mm. it's, you know, not being able to be in touch with yourself, because the trans life can be quite demanding and challenging.
1: Yes, I think you get my partner saying something on that, because <laughs> she thinks I'm very much overstretched, and she's probably right, but, um. Well, one thing. yes um, yeah. go on yeah there's lots of things that can make you unhappy I think yeah, it is important to bring yourself back round to why you've done this in the first place what made you unhappy before and what has this solved and for me it has solved an awful lot of things yeah there's a, there's a lot of things that's opened up as well but here we concentrate on those positive things like I've always wanted to be this yeah. way and now I am and people generally accept that who I see in person that's yeah, there are so many, uh, you know, so, so many uh,
0: self-help books out there on there out there mm. you know, how to be a better person in all kinds of different ways is it, mm. is it simply about a relearning process not just learning how to act or how to dress, how to speak mm. for instance how to be <sighs> but, so also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also to reprogram yourself you know to say I am beautiful today, I am powerful today, I am me today. Yeah, that way that I wasn't yesterday
1: or ten years ago. Know. She bizarrely, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I do makeup every day. I, I like there to be a day when I don't have to do that if I'm leaving the house. But currently, that day isn't here. You know, I think there's things I need to get through first. But you know, when you go through that whole makeup process and you look at the end and you've done a good job, and it's like, yeah, I've done well today. <laughs> So actualization mm. is an important
0: part of affirming our identity it is and
1: gaining something positive from the expression of that mm. trans identity uh, you know um, that's not to say that I think makeups especially important for everyone like to say I'd love it I didn't have to wear it mm-hmm. but you know that that's got a good year or two mm. down the line for me because um, yeah, maybe straying off topic slightly, but um...
0: well, I am i you know—I was unconscious that, for instance, yeah. for, for trans men, for mm. instance, just as an example, yeah. yeah, the for many trans men, I shouldn't speak for everybody, and certainly I'm not a trans man myself, but the body image, mm. you know, is vitally important to their to the sense of self esteem. So, so if yeah. I don't have a beard. Mm. And you know, I don't have a big chest. Well, and, and loads, things loads of cis arc. men don't have it. No, absolutely, I don't feel as much of a man as I as I want to. Or you know, I'm not mm. giving the expression to being the man I am, sort of thing. And and for many uh, trans men, you know, that sort of thing about you know, for us, it's about makeup and, and looking good in the clothes we choose to put on. Mm. For many trans men, unhappiness. I was, I was reading, and I was surprised by this, that the attempted suicide rate, the rate of people attempting to kill themselves, is highest mm. amongst trans men and lowest amongst trans women. What, within the trans... or oh, trans community generally. Now, this, these are stats from America. Right. And, and, I can just, and, you know, and, and I certainly have a perception of America as some of the cultures and some cultures mm. in America have been body... Image obsessed for instance. Yes. but I was surprised, you know, that trans men, the the rate of attempted suicide. Now these are teens, but mm. you know, this is post trans demographic. Mm. Pre and post. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Clark. So the and I you know and it seemed to me that body image was important to trans men and you know, in terms of mm. their self esteem and everything like that. And you know, without that expression and, and
1: it's easy to put a dress on. It's, it's hard to develop those muscles and that, you know... The, yeah, you know, well, that, it's hard to get that chest down. I, I, yeah. I know from watching yeah. people that have tried to do it. Well, yeah. not watching, watching, but, so, uh, yeah. but, you know, seeing their struggles with yeah.
0: that. I just wondered if unhappiness certainly is gender-related. We have a perception, perhaps, because of the nature of power in a, you know, a patriarchal mm. society, for instance, mm. that the women, many women are unhappy... But is it a gender-related phenomenon? Unhappiness.
1: I think there's plenty of unhappy cis people as well, isn't there? Um, You know, have we just got more hang-ups about it? I I, I, suppose by definition, we we have to, um, because we've got enough of a hang-up about it to want to go and do something about it. And I suppose if you're not seeing that, you know. I'm massively impatient. I can't wait to do all sorts of things. But, yeah, there's either not the the go-ahead or the money or the whatever it is. Um, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do at once. And I think for um, for trans men, that's, you know, the big chess going on, mm-hmm. you know, moves going on that they don't want. And it's quite, yeah, that's quite a difficult thing to hide. It's a really difficult <laughs> thing to hide. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, the other way round, you know... <laughs> I can hide my bits and pieces perfectly adequately and um, do you think it's to do do you think it's to do with
0: you know let's say with, the, with the parents for instance you know parents particularly perhaps invest more of themselves in mm. the girl you know and for them the, the pain of losing that girl to boyhood you know to a trans male mm. life can be quite difficult and, and therefore resistance Yes you know, to that well process um, can be har- harsher
1: for trans boys trans men than it is for trans girls i'm I'm not sure about that I think that that can work both ways mm-hmm. um, yeah because I, I think people do invest in their boys as well, and then yeah, some people you know, particularly you know if they are transphobic parents you know, or just don't understand i mean um, that can have an enormous impact on the trans person's happiness you know family acceptance it's really important you know because we i mean we know a lot of people between us who you know family acceptance is either non-existent or it's not universal and that that affects their happiness it must do um my family are pretty accepting i'm pretty happy about that i you know, if, if i can only speak from my own experience
0: um do we then make ourselves potentially do we then make ourselves unhappy by prioritising certain things like Mm. acceptance by the family rather than saying actually this isn't about my family Mm. this isn't about what society thinks of me Mm. this is about me you know and and that I can find it within myself I should be able to find it within myself to be me and to be happy being me. All right. If we can't do that, are we the ones to blame for not Mm. being happy?
1: Yeah, no, it's tricky. That family's such a complicated thing, because I suppose for some people, they they may not have got on with their family anyway. (laughs) Yeah, coming out as trans, um, that... It may not be here nor there. They may not be close. In any case, they may be close, and then suddenly aren't. I think that's probably the, the worst of all worlds, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is a wider happiness issue. Families <laughs> generally, it's not. Again, not just a trans thing, is it? It's. Well, here let me let
0: me read you some quotes that, that a, a trans male activist gathered about you know what made trans people happy. You know, different people, these are all things I'm only going to read a couple of things uh, They say trans joy and, and that's a term I haven't come across before Trans joy rather than As we're talking about happiness mm. but Trans joy is about insisting On our humanity But it's something We have to do mm-hmm. We have to insist on our humanity And we have to create conditions In which it is possible To insist on humanity and, and have a positive response to that. You know, that we don't bang our heads against a brick wall, but we just believe in ourselves, we believe in our humanity and we insist in every way we can, in the way we live, the way we speak, the way we talk, the way we interact with people, we mm. perhaps we challenge injustice or whatever. But we insist on our humanity, our rights as human beings, on no our rights to be accepted, our form of humanity to be accepted. And joy in this case for this person comes from that acceptance. Is that something you think is valid?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, uh, uh, you know, I try and, you know, I go out, I live my life outside um, as a trans woman, and I go around and I'm accepted mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere. I, I can probably count on the fingers of one hand anything where I wasn't I mean um, you yeah. know and most of it's my, I mean like a couple of things have been a bit severe but um, but they've also been very drunken so <laughs> And he's not in this country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there again, I've had some lovely experiences with other people, and not in this country. So, I I read, oh, I,
0: I, I, read the, I think you know. I think absolutely. You you can you can get all three of these things. I'm going yes. in one drunken conversation. I'm, I'm you sure there. you can. And uh, it was about uh, happiness depends on affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were three elements to affirmation, and, and the first one was mirroring. Right. The empathic response to you and who you are, you know, mm. uh, and accepting your feelings and believing that those feelings are valid. So mirroring, yeah. idealisation, someone to look up to, a role model, yeah, and uh, twinship, somebody who's like you, another trans person, for instance, or you, mm. know, uh, you know, an intersex person or gender fluid person, somebody like that who you can actually say. I Can have a bond, we have a bond yes. together, and it's those three things the mirroring, the idealization, and the twinship mm. that together give you affirmation. And then that's what very often we get from our trans community, yes, as well as, of course, from those drunken conversations <laughs> late at night, yes, <laughs> where people tell us, Oh, no, you're lovely,
1: yes, oh dear, what was that? <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's one of the reasons why support groups are very important Mm -hmm. because they are an opportunity to meet up with like people and affirm that you're not on your own, that you are, especially for people who have been a bit more ostracised by their community, their family, it's somewhere where you belong. And I think that's very important. It's important for quite a lot of people's happiness. So
0: So happiness comes then from a whole set of negative emotions and Mm. feelings. Regret, Mm. we've talked Mm. about regret. Regret is one of them. Um, But a whole set of things like that, shame, guilt, all of these things that we can sometimes feel and sometimes carry forward as memories at the very least, but often as, as powerful negative emotions. It's learning how to... Get rid of them to neutralise them, yeah. and then turning it around, happiness yes. comes from affirmation, from acceptance, mm. um, from having and keeping self-esteem, and having a supportive community around us yes. that we interact with. Yeah. Is that it? You know, is it
1: that well, simple? Uh, I think that's, that's an awful lot of it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, yeah, if people are treating you with respect, it goes a long way to making you happy, doesn't it? So, um, not Sean, just respect. You've cracked it. Um, yeah, if people are absolutely positive about what you're doing, that it makes all the difference in the world. I mean, it you know, goes to my coming out of work experience. And I think that's, generally speaking, getting more and more positive for more and more people. I think you go back 10, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. people really struggle. Um, and I think that's got less and less so it's got to the point where I came out of work and it was absolutely packing it going in and saying, I didn't even know what to say mm-hmm. uh, but I, the words tumbled out of my mouth and it all went on um, and then not that long later I turned up at work and everyone called me by my proper name mm-hmm. and everyone was either full of praise or it was like nothing had happened, and I almost liked that more. They just dealt me exactly the same as they ever did before. That's what you want. You want normal or better. <laughs> so, uh, and now it's all normal, because everyone's used to the concept, aren't they? But um, but I was expecting something negative, and at mm-hmm. work it didn't happen. And I feel incredibly lucky. So I spent about a month worrying about the fact that it was going to happen, and it didn't. So... Um, Yeah, no, I'm happy about that, (laughs) definitely. Um, But I'd be interested to know other people's work experiences because work's a big part of your life, Mm -hmm. isn't it? You know, and then that moves on to, um, you know, sort of the wider work thing, isn't it? It's like not just your colleagues, it's people you deal with outside, you know, how are they with you? Um, And generally that's all right, but I was misgendered today, though. I was a bit annoyed about but... I've sort of,
0: you know, I've sort of come across uh, trans women uh, ages, mm. and then, you know, um, but they're older trans women necessarily who are, who are out there full time or whatever, they live ordinary mm. lives but those lives are also can be or appear to be quite lonely or quite mm. isolated or insulated. Um, they almost seem to move around in a bubble. Yes. Hardly interacting with people or, you know, the, the friendships are very shallow um, the experiences are, are you know, in their lives, you know, are fairly thin and, and small mm. in nature, and you can see unhappiness inside yes. them. And I wonder if, you know, if part of it is that some of us don't do as you've done, which is, you know, to embrace. Mm. The identity and, and give it expression yeah everywhere you can and, and not force society or whatever but expect expect <laughs> society to interact with you as you yes. as, as sharm you know mm. um, and that might have a whole set of things. Do we need that? You know, because of course you by doing that you're you're getting affirmation. Mm. You know, that's feeding your self esteem, and if you don't have that. You know, if you live a quiet, lonely life without many friends or, Mm. you know, only the most shallow of acquaintances, you're not getting affirmation. You're getting acceptance. You you might get tolerance, but you're not getting affirmation. Yeah. You're not getting validation. Your self-esteem isn't growing. Yeah. Trans identity almost becomes a burden to you, being trans. Yeah, Even though it's something you have to do.
1: With, um, you know, people in that situation... um, I think a thing I've never thought to ask, and now I have thought to ask it, so I probably will, is, um, well, maybe I'll it depends how sensitive it is, um, but what were they like before they transitioned? Mm-hmm. Were they more or less lonely, unhappy, whichever it is? Has as coming out helped with that? Has it not? Well, I've met be-
0: I've met people I think who for whom uh, coming out and you know be giving expression to their identity on a permanent or a more full time or regular basis. Mm. And, and for instance, you know when I first you know, started exploring it, one of the one of the things I came across was OTV. OTB, OTB, yeah. Which is a common term. You're an occasional transvestite, ah. <laughs> you know, So, so for some people, it's immediate and permanent. <laughs> you know that that joy, yeah, you know, that trans joy, the, the joy that comes from finally expressing it. Sometimes they grow into it. Mm. You know, and they become happier. Yes, yeah. Um, but I know trans, trans women for whom. There is no joy at all in it because they're potentially they're too damaged, yes, too destroyed, too fixed in their ways. They they've had to live a particular life and it has done such damage to them that they cannot break free. Mm. Yeah, and the, the height of their aspiration is is to live their life, mm. you know, and and sure be accepted, but there's no joy in it because there's no validation. There's no real acceptance Mm. at all and do we just simply say well that's you know that's unfortunate that's sad that's whatever but we can't do anything about that while hoping that through talking to each other and experiencing each other and learning from each other we can some of us can learn to be happy
1: yeah I think talking to each other is important but um, also it's there's that sort of level of isolation and things going on there may be other mental health concerns there they, you know they may really need to go and see someone they may have been living that way for a long time not know how to get themselves out of that situation and you know, although peer support is fantastic yeah, we don't have all the not all other mental health professionals we don't all know so um, right. mm-hmm. um so i think from that point of view you need to be wary of that and you need to be able to Suggest that might even be a thing, and that's a, that's a really difficult thing. It's something I've come across myself. It's like, well, how can I say to you, you need to go and see someone? Right. <laughs> I find that quite a difficult <laughs> thing to say to someone. Do you know what I mean? It's um,
0: interesting, isn't it? Because because on the one hand, you might say um, all we need, for instance, as trans women, let's say, so for instance, all we need uh, is help with our makeup, mm-hmm. and that will make us happy. You know, it seems very shallow. Whereas uh, from our peers, our, our, our trans friends and cis yeah. women and that sort of thing. And that makes us appear very shallow. But on, on the other hand, you sort of think, well, do we, should we become counsellors and therapists? Is that our duty almost? Or is that what we need to build up within our community? Is a powerful body of, of knowledge and thought and ideas and also resource. Yes. Uh, which says, actually, you know, you don't have to live a lonely, unhappy life, whoever you are, trans man, trans woman, mm-hmm. whatever, there is help, there is counselling and help, and the externals yeah. are less important. Mm. Then, you know the well-being and the wellness and things like that, and you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not for a minute saying, "Well, there you are. There's someone over there. Go and speak to yeah, them." Yeah. That that will be fine. Um, you still need to speak to these people um, who have the issues because it's it's part of feeling involved, isn't it? Of, you know. All you, know, you might not have all the answers, but keeping a dialogue open is definitely one of the answers, if not the answer. Yeah. That's all we've time for this time. Join us next time when we'll be talking about identity. See you then.